right. This, <laughs> this is Adam Wolf, and you are listening to They Said I'm Funny. I'm here with my co-host. Justin Marino. And we have uh, a first, our first tag team interview. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, we're inter- interviewing two very new comics, our newest comics, I think, and not only in the scene, maybe, but probably the on world. the podcast. Yeah, maybe in the world. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so uh, introduce yourselves, guys, because I don't remember your... I know Angelo. I wrote Fernando, yes, right? Fernando, right? Yeah, but I don't... If uh, That's how... I mean, if, if you need, if you want to do your last names, you can. If you're... if you're like, Or you just want to go by your IG yeah. handles. I know. I don't know how you uh, young guys... So my name's Angelo Sibili. IG handle at angelos.insta. And um, Fernando Tejela. Instagram handle is nandot, N-A-N-D-O-T, period T. Okay. Right. And you guys started doing stand-up at the same time, right? Yes. yes. It was a collective talk when we first went to the comedy club. And it was like we started a month after we went to the show. Yeah. So yeah. how many... So Ed, we're talking to Corky's open mic uh, yes. for those little Timmy's and Gary's, Gary's and Jamiroquai's at Jamiroquai's. home. Yeah. Uh, Corky's, which they they should pay us money because we've given them so much. All seven of our listeners have heard us say Corky's like 34 times every episode. Um, but Corky's is a great open mic every Wednesday in Temple. Sign-ups at 7, starts at 8. And so you guys, did you come out specifically to see stand-up comedy or did you just yeah, happened to yeah, be there how, already? Yeah, or? how did y'all stumble on that? How did, I think we it both was, started talking about it and I was looking up different places to do like open mics and stuff. It was your Central birthday, Texas. wasn't it? We went for your, one of your no, birthday week before my yeah, birthday because I wasn't old enough to drink it. Gotcha. Use my ID and it worked. Yeah. But how did, so Corky's hire better up your security. <laughs> <laughs> um, they need business. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> I think I was just looking up places that do comedy or something because I just wanted to... I never seen anyone do comedy before. Like, well, I'm sorry. We were your first. <laughs> yeah. So your first time even seeing comedy was an open mic yeah. at, at, yep, in Temple, Texas oh, yes. on a yeah. Wednesday night. Nice. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it was all right. First time. Who was, your fav- who was your favorite that night? I don't remember because I actually blacked out that night. <laughs> um, I think Diesel Grizzle was Ash- a good one that cracked me up. Okay, I just want to make you remember that uh, I wasn't there. So when they say diesel, it's partially because I wasn't there. Oh yeah, that's I, I true. wasn't even part of the competition, guys. Mm. I think maybe. Yeah, probably most likely. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah no, I honestly don't remember the first time, the first couple of times. Because I think was I was bad. talking to you about that. Like you were yeah, talking no, to me I that night. You're like, yeah. I'm so excited. And I to saw try pictures of like me and you, and I I was like, yeah, I don't I don't remember anything. He slept. Seth Bryan that night, yeah, and they almost I slapped, slapped Seth Bryan. Wow. Why? No, Seth Bryan slapped me. Oh, he oh, slapped yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I kept, I went up to him afterwards, apparently, and I was just like, "Ah, oh, dude, you're so funny, but like so gay." And I was like, no, "I'm just kidding. You're you're funny as fuck, but you're, but you're really gay." And then he slapped you. That's, he slapped that might... my hands. Oh, okay, because that's kind of a gay way to like fight. <laughs> slap, I guess. So. This is when, when he, didn't, he didn't. Point uh, proven. Yeah. How dare you? So you said you looked for opportunities to see stand-up. Was that on Facebook, on the internet? I'm just curious because I've tried to advertise shows and I don't, I don't think anybody ever sees anything I post. So I was just... I don't remember, honestly. I, mean, I, think, I know it came from him, but I don't know where he saw it. I think I just looked up like open mic comedy near me. And then like Corky's was one of the first ones that popped yeah. up. Nice. They're doing something right. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. You're good. That is a I'm assuming that's Samantha. I really yeah. don't know how much Yeah, I'm like, not sure if she still does that or I have no idea. Yeah. Well thank you, Samantha. If that yeah, is, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you, Samantha. So you you went and you saw stand up. Did was it the with the goal of doing it, or did you just go and see people do it and were like, Oh, if they can do it, I we can or I mean this I guess mostly for you since you don't remember the first first time. Well, I think we were both we'd both been talking about doing stand up, so I think we mm-hmm. kind of had the intent of like let's see what it looks like. And Definitely then, both. We already thought we were funnier than everyone. So. Oh, okay, hubris. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the audacity. Yeah, no, but I I feel like that happens to a lot of us. I'm yeah, sure I, it does. I'm sure it's a common feeling. Yeah, when I first thought about doing stand up, I went to. Cap City in Austin and saw like a, a real, you know, Saturday or Friday night show and it, the opener was funny and I was like, but I, I can be that funny right. 
And so that, it, I think, like you said, a lot of people get that, that feeling of, oh, I can actually do this, you know. Yeah. yeah so. And who gave, I guess out of all those, so Diesel at the top, for sure. The king of comedy yeah. as far as uh, Corky's Central goes, Central Texas right? Corky's, yeah, yeah. He won that. Congrats. Shout out. I didn't make it past the first round. Um, I'm not bitter but about it was, that it was at a, all. Wasn't it a roast battle? I didn't yeah, make it, it that night. So it, you're not the meanest person. No. So. That was the final. It was three rounds, I think. And the third yeah, it was one was three a rounds. roast battle. So it Bernard, was, Bernard uh, got me out, but he was doing more crowd work. So the first, the first round was just jokes, yeah. like head-to-head jokes, but he was doing crowd work. And then they loved Bernard because um, he called someone in the crowd gay. I was like, oh, yeah, classic. Was it Seth? Did he slap him? <laughs> no. <laughs> that was my joke. He took my joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's whole, yeah. at the very least, parallel thinking. I mean that, and so, yeah, I got knocked out. But a few of us got knocked out. I know uh, Scott got knocked out by Brandon. Who were the ju- How did you advance? Who were the, was the audience the judges? Yeah, the audience yeah. was the judge yeah. of the first round. They clapped. But then it... There was a roast battle was the second one, right? The final the round was the third. Yeah, that was a roast. Because it was two. Jeremiah and Diesel. Yeah. But and then who was it? There was two people that just kept complimenting each other. Was that it? was them. No. It was Jeremiah and, and Bernard. That was uh huh? It might have been Jeremiah and Bernard. And it was like everyone was like, just fuck already. Like they <laughs> yeah. they're just yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. you look real cool. <laughs> it was Diesel and South Reef, Philly. Right? No, South I don't think no? made it into the competition. I don't remember. I don't remember. I, could have I think I also blacked out eventually that yeah. night. So. <laughs> There's a trend here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just recently That's learned how to, like, yeah. how to not perform wasted. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you went and you saw the open mic. How many times did you go back to watch open mics before you decided to, to actually weeks. perform? I think we went like every week. Every like, Wednesday. A like, month or two. Yeah, at least a month. Yeah. Yeah. And was that... Uh, in order, were you like studying what was happening or were you just waiting till you had the courage or what was the reasoning behind waiting uh, several weeks before you performed? It was a little bit of both. Yeah. Uh, like lack of, we kept going like, all right, next week, like we're going to go up there and then we'd show up and be like, ah, let's just watch again this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah we you're ta- yeah. Chuck, talking about that. Like, yeah, we've talked about that where you, it, new comics, it's important to set like a time because that, a lot of comics will procrastinate and oh, I'll, I'll, next week or I'm not ready yet. And so, yeah, that is a. But we're glad you did. Yeah, you bring a lot of edgy material, Ra- racial, <laughs> race, race, racy. Where the line goes? <laughs> yeah, yeah a lot of things were popping up during work that we kept having to cancel. Like we went to the field one, and then we just I think maybe there'd be coming excuses to say that week at work we couldn't go to Kirkies. But there's a couple like two three weeks where we had to go. Where we couldn't go, then we finally went. Nice. Yeah, I do the same thing, even to this day. Where I'm like, oh, I, I had to work five minutes late. I, I can't make it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got off uh, at four or five instead of four. <laughs> I'm never gonna make it to an eight o'clock show. Yeah. <laughs> so, did you when you finally performed? Did you um, was that the plan all along? I'm gonna do this tonight, or did did you? wait till you got there and decided oh fuck it i'm just gonna do it or i think Definitely we did planned. we said like we went to one last show and then we're like all right next week like for sure we yeah. need to because yeah. i think yeah. it might have been you or i remember someone telling us that like if you don't set like an actual day to mm-hmm. do it then like you'll never go you're up. gonna keep doing the same thing that sounds like something i would say <laughs> yeah. yeah so we're just like all right like next week we, we had to. we're both gonna go up there and so what kind of um prepping did you like did you have a set written out? Did you, you know, try to wing it, or, or what kind of uh, prep did you do for that first time? Did you do the? I still haven't done that original joke. The original I, one that you sent me, yeah, the yeah. Uh, the um, so I Sea World. I wrote a whole like really long joke about Sea World, and that was like my set plan to do. I was like, all right, I'm gonna use a whole five minutes doing this Sea World joke. But I think the day of that morning, I was like. I was like, I don't know if I could do that. Like, I, I just, I was like trying to say it in my car and I was like, this sounds like it doesn't feel right saying. So, like, it felt robotic, like the way I wrote oh, okay. it. I was like, yeah. it doesn't sound like how I talk at all. So I had like little ideas for jokes that I already had in the past. And 
I just ended up getting like kind of drunk and just talking about those ideas, and they it went pretty well. I think yeah. for my first time, mm-hmm. I was I got way too drunk my first time. I a, so I thought it was like a improv thing. I did the did a rehearse. I didn't do anything. I thought I just had concepts and I'll see what I say. But then I got to a point where I just fucking I was like fuck fuck what do I do? And then <laughs> but I learned a lot right after that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I then think, you made about two and a half minutes. Yeah, <laughs> it's a long two and a half minutes. Oh yeah, it, even for a full five. It if you don't have a lot prepared, the five minutes is the longest time in the world. But if you have stuff prepared, it can like a lot of stuff you want to practice. It can seem very short. Mm-hmm. So it, it just depends on as his time is relative. I guess. And I've been my attendance has been spotty since November the ninth. Mm-hmm. So, but have you? How many times have you gone back up since then? I'd say, I think eight or ten times already. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, yeah you guys are grinding. I don't think I've missed a week yet. Yeah, he hasn't missed I've a week. I've gone every, every Wednesday. Nice. This Corky is the only open mic you guys are doing. We we went to Austin oh. one Monday. Oh. Yeah. Which one? Anderson Mill? Where? Two, like, random. It was like a weird <coughs> a bar slash coffee shop. Shakespeare's? No, it was uh, called, like, Pearl. Yeah, Pearl. Something. East, East Pearl something i don't okay. know really weird and, and then a bar right after that okay cool so we did two in one night but that's usually pretty popping on monday nights because of the kill they record kill tony yeah and so there's a few mics that the like, second place we went to had some like kill tony regulars over there okay very cool but it sucked because it was like the whole audience was just comedians looking at their notebooks yeah, so it was yeah. Like, that's all it was yeah, I was just kind of talking to myself up there, so I was like, yeah. I can't tell if this is funny or not. It's but. super hard because, yeah. like, occasionally, like they'll look up and nod at you, but that's mm-hmm. like the only affirmation yeah. you're going to get from them. If yeah. they if they stay in the room, you're lucky, right? You know, because usually it's smoke break. Yeah, half of them yeah, there's there a couple of smoke breaks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think it is important. I mean, you guys are just starting out, so it. You know, it, it you may not be there yet to where you're going to start getting booked on shows, but um, and I I find myself saying I'm going to go down to Austin and not actually going down there very often. But um, it it is really important for networking. If your if your goal is to to actually do a lot of showcases and kind of expand just from doing Corky shows, uh, go down to Austin do the open mic, suffer through the the mics where nobody's paying attention and it's just a bunch of comics that are, like you said, looking at their notebooks. Um, take a picture of the list, add everybody on Facebook, and it is uh, it builds character too because uh, although last week was, an ex- was almost like doing an Austin show, um, yeah, I think with the holidays and stuff at, at Corky's, it was not the normal, you know, good crowd. But it it does build some character to to go to a, a show without an audience or yeah. And yeah. I do commend you guys for that because like we we even now we're still talking like we need to get down yeah. Austin more we need to get down Austin more so good Our on you guys to go proud, proud of you guys over like the holiday break season we we're trying to go like as much as we could we only end up going like once yeah yeah I, a part of the reason I wanted to move here was because it's kind of halfway between Dallas and Austin and mm-hmm. Dallas has a really good scene as well so. Um, do you think that's a little bit more? Because we always compare everything to Corky's and like everybody's so nice and like yeah, welcoming yeah, and sure. so like I wonder if that scene is a little bit more like so hey, I, nice to meet you kind of thing. I have not been up there a whole bunch, but uh, the the times that I've been up there, it it definitely does seem like a more welcoming scene okay. than Austin. But I'm talking years ago, so okay, I, I haven't okay. been up there. Um, I want to try that yeah. Addison Improv. Yeah, the improv and uh, hyenas was one of the places I did an open mic up okay. there, and that was I I'd already knew a few of the comics because um, there was a comic that lived here in Waco that would do shows here, and he'd bring comics from both Dallas and Austin. So I knew a bunch of people already from doing those shows, but then also everybody was super welcoming up there. And Austin, it it has a bad reputation, and it's changed a lot, but. You had you just had to find the right people down there. You know there there's good people down there. It, okay, it's it's not as bad as as people make it out to be. But yeah, depends on which open mic you go to though. So yeah, yeah. But I, for, I mine was at I forgot what it was called, but it was in the domain before Cap City was there. Uh-huh. And it was at like a brewery. Oh okay. yeah, yeah, like a non comedy club show. Yeah, yeah. but they had one. like a back. They had a back room that was like kind of, like there was a mini stage. Mm-hmm. And I think Hirsch, Hirschberg, what's his name? He was hosting that yeah. night. 
I just remember the name of the second one we went to. It's like Axis Brewery, right? Oh yeah, Axis. Yeah, yeah there's. Brewery. You okay, could cool. Probably on every day of the week in Austin, do yeah, you know, two to three open mics a night because yeah. there are just so many. There's a website, um, Comedy Wham. Uh, oh. A friend of mine, I don't know if she runs it completely or if she just is a contributor, but uh, they do all. I think they have a listing of all the different open mics and shows. So if you're in the Central Texas area, you want to explore some Austin comedy, then you can go to Comedy Wham and yeah. And um, I want to say they even have like a Google Doc that like they've organized yeah, like okay. the weekly and times and locations. And so there's a there's you a guys Instagram are trying to find as well that uh oh yeah post, Austin Texas yeah, Austin, yeah they post what mics are going on that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what um like how would you describe your style of comedy? You know, you know, maybe uh, if, if there's a comic that you want to compare yourself to, or do you feel like you're at the point where you actually have a style yet? I don't know. I, I guess is. I don't know about style yet, but I think one that I would want to be like, or be close to is Andrew Schultz. I like his energy and the way his jokes are. I feel like not the same style, but kind of like the way I talk is kind of like his. Okay. Uh, I'm not, I think I'm still trying to find like the style, I guess. But one person that I feel like sometimes I'll say something, I'm like, I feel like in the back of my head, I kind of am like not trying to sound like him, but like it just kind of comes out like sounding like him is Shane Gillis. Okay. Yeah. Cause I got I tickets know. for him next week. Oh, nice. try, we well, forgot to buy them. Yeah. yeah, they're sold out. Yeah. We're going to see be, the Obama. Cat, cat oh, nice. yeah. 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 But I, I listen to his podcast and like watch videos of him all the time. And I yeah. feel like sometimes it like just the stuff he says that is funny. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty funny. His special on, on YouTube, YouTube, that yeah. 45 minutes is amazing. Yeah. Like gold. Sure. From I, beginning I really, to end. I'm a big fan of him. Yeah. I feel like, for me personally, I started out with mostly one-liners, so I didn't really. There was not like a voice or a inspiration other than just just writing tight one-liners. But I feel a lot of comics I've heard talk about how when they first started, they almost to the point of not stealing jokes, but stealing a style, trying to emulate a certain comic, you know. And um, it takes a while to find your voice, and um, so I that's why I was asking, you know, if, if you felt you had a style already, because I would just starting out the, as new as you are, it, it, you're so far from finding what your voice is, I think, at, you know, at that point. So, um, and I feel like recently I've gotten some good advice on that and it's probably on the porch at Corky's, but mm. it was either diesel or Philly, but they were, we were talking and he was like, when you're, just sitting talking to someone whether that's at work or you're at a barbecue like listen to how you talk because that's going to be your most authentic relaxed self Mm. and that should be the closest to you on stage and and then because you're on stage getting more and more comfortable that that authentic and true self can come out where you can build what we've talked about we've referenced like just a an area of trust where if I go into something a little bit more racy, not race based, but a little, <laughs> like I mean the 400 meter dash. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 um, no. Yeah. Then, then you've already built like a foundation of trust. Like, Oh, I, yeah, I can the, laugh at this. I think that was the problem with that first joke that I wrote. Cause like when I was saying it, I was like, "This isn't how I talk at all." Like, okay, this is, gotcha. Yeah. Like I typed this it up. This is how I phone. think a joke should sound, but this isn't how I talk. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was like it seemed too like formulated, I guess. Yeah. So that's why my first. I think what's the deal last with? <laughs> yeah. It was, <laughs> so last week was my first time going up not drinking at all because I'm trying to not drink yeah, this yeah. month. Okay, dry January. Yeah, oh, good on you, man. So last week was my first time going up just completely sober, and I feel like. Since I have gone up like pretty drunk several times, that's kind of like when the true how I talk comes out. So I was able to just do that again, like without drinking. Did you like it though? Like, yeah. Did you like the? Okay, yeah. I was a little like I noticed I was a little more 
nervous to go up. Like it felt yeah. like the same time as my first time. Yeah, that liquid confidence can help a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah I used to. Every time I did stand up, I'd have maybe a couple of shots before, mm-hmm. and um, there was one time at Cap City where I had a little bit too much to drink, and I I kind of I didn't like totally just forget my jokes or go off on some crazy off the rails tangent, but yeah, it was enough to where I was like, I, I don't want to do this anymore. So I stopped complete. Like I don't drink at all if I'm going to do stand up. So for me that, that works and it, it helps me feel more in control. And as far as like that liquid courage, it's just time. I think. You, yeah. If, yeah. Yeah. You get your repins, yeah. you're going to get more comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Cause that's one of my favorite compliments. I usually don't get told I have a good set. But people will be like, you look so natural up there. Like, okay, yeah. I'll take that. Like, that's a win. Like, I tell you, you have a good set. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. I mean, you tell Deshaun that too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just want him to. Everyone says that before they did To go out. away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Good set tonight, dude. Head out. Yeah, I think I'm at the point where as long as I have, you know, wrote my jokes and I, you know, I've worked on them and made sure they're good and I've practiced, as far as being up there, you know, I don't get nervous anymore because of that. But for example, this past week, the Corky's was relatively empty yeah, and it was really tough to get a laugh, even from the comics. It was weird. And so it was less, um, like nervous and more just an awkward, like where you're kind of thinking, why am I even up here? You know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. nobody's yeah. paying attention or the people that are, are not laughing. And yeah. That was my first day at, at yeah. back at school. And so I skipped that night. I mean, we always make excuses, but I was pretty tired. Like yeah. I think that night I was in bed by seven thirty or eight. Yeah. Even Brittany, Brittany and her man were there. Is it Jeff? I think it's yeah, Jeff. Jeff. They're sitting in the front row and they clearly, they enjoyed coming to the shows, but they're the kind of people that they'll, chuckle and they might laugh at but they don't they're not laughing at every joke and it he so, remind he remind jeff yeah. reminds me of like lauren michaels like he'll kind of like smirk yeah, and nod yeah, his head yeah. but it very rarely like have i seen him laugh out loud. i don't think i've ever heard it he called laugh, me man. gay and then fell asleep <laughs> yeah. that night so he fell asleep i think he was asleep he might have died I don't know. I mean, he's, <laughs> he fell asleep in the chair he's after calling me gay 70 maybe i don't yeah, know he seems yeah, pretty old him and doug yeah. stanhope dead yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah, if like they're one as far as like regulars of that place, because it's very interesting for a comedy club to have like regulars as far as like an open mic goes. Mm-hmm. But like if you ever ask them, they, they will have some honest like feedback. Oh, yeah. For especially you. Brittany. Yeah. She Brittany, will, uh, like, she'll listen yeah. and she'll be like, oh, I like this. Maybe if you change this. Oh, wow. And I've never talked to them at all. Okay. Yeah. No, they're cool. Yeah. Yeah, they're the there's been some regulars. I mean, you guys used to be regulars, now you're comedians, so it doesn't count. But there's no. transition. We would have some regulars that would come in for a few weeks and then they won't come back. It's it's interesting. Considering it's an open mic, like you said, you don't have a lot of regulars at, at an open mic. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So do you guys feel that you know, like your first open mic was excess. God damn it! Can you say that word? Just Success. I don't know. There has to be some kind of mental condition where you can't pronounce words that you know how to pronounce. Because I do that all the time. We Success. Have a friend, yeah, and he can't say yes. Arnold Palmer. He stops at art. He's like art. No, but sadly, that's his favorite drink. So yeah, it is. He loves him. He's like, can you just mix just sweet tea with lemonade for me, please? Yeah. Oh, and Arnold Palmer. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What did he? He did something bad in a past life or something. So the yeah. gods have punished him, <laughs> making him love the drink he can't pronounce. Yeah. So, you, do you feel like your first open mic was a success, or no? For me, no. definitely not. I knew I was. Too nervous and too drunk but i think the third time was when i was finally comfortable and able to add like a uh, delivery like delivery yeah. was way better than okay that. and when you say delivery like do you mean like timing yeah or, timing. okay okay I, nice. I, I rambled my first two times like i just went rambling and rambling so nervous did yeah. you tell the same mean the same set or was it different sets every time i think it was the same set because i can tell you even even for example i've been doing stand-up for a, a long time and when I first write like a new set, it does take a little while to learn like, okay, I should pause a little bit more here or I need to be a little more animated at this part. So that, I mean, it 
it probably was mostly because you were it was you're brand new but it you know that's a thing i think uh something that happens with any kind of new material where you're just kind of learning how what gets the laughs or um and that's why it's something i struggle with i i don't want to do the same stuff every week yeah but if you want to be able to do showcases and and eventually tour or whatever you want to do you can't just do material once or twice and then just move on to the next. You have to, you have to practice. Cause there's some jokes that I, it took me a long time before I was like, okay, well if I add this pause and I just hold it uncomfortably long, okay, this joke goes from being funny to being hilarious or whatever, you know? Yeah. So yeah. So that is a, a good lesson for all the, the little young budding comedians out there. Yeah, Timmy, Teens, and Gary's. Yeah. And Jamiroquois. And Jamiroquois. That was the first time I actually wanted to do a different set this last Wednesday, but since the crowd wasn't there, I just did whatever. But yeah, keep writing. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I, I've, I've been working. Um, I took a little break, so it, I've, I'm kind of starting over again, but I've been working on a, a plan of doing a set at least two to three weeks and then moving on to another one, but then every once or one or two rotations bringing back something old so that you're you're practicing it so you don't lose it and also if you give it a rest for a while you you might come back and look at it from a different perspective and oh if i tag it here or if i change this joke or take this one out so I mean, we had this talk with chelsea because she would talk about like ripping pages out of her notebook and throwing it away i i say if you have a good idea or a a joke that you you've done and and just save it and maybe Try it again. For, so you guys yeah. digital or analog? As far as writing, uh, a little bit of both. Yeah. Okay, because sometimes I'll have an idea in the moment, and I just have my phone on me, so I'll mm-hmm. start it there. Okay. And then, but that's kind of my problem is I leave it at just like I'll write down an idea, but I like I don't think any of my jokes are actually like written written out. Okay. Mm-hmm. I did that at first. Like I I wanted. I heard Jerry Seinfeld did it or something like, and I wanted to go like from beginning to end of like. Oh. oh, this is too much. Like I can take out this sentence or whatever. Like I don't enough lols and then not lols, but lol is a word, right? L U L L S. Yeah, lols. Yeah, enough lols. Lols. Success. No, um, but yeah, just having enough timing and pacing and yeah, finding finding what works. Yeah, that was like when I write them out, I make it. Like, I don't like feeling like I'm reading off of a script, kind of. So that's been, like, hard for me. But I think I do need to start writing them out because, like, last week, Scott was telling me uh, the joke about the African lion shirt. I don't know. Did, have you heard that yet? I wrote it down. I was oh, okay. excited to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, is is he that was, a true story? So I don't have the shirt. Okay. That but you've seen it. Okay. That, that is. A, okay. Gotcha. Show. Yeah. Yeah, and I actually saw it. Have when you I was heard that like, bit? I have. Yeah. Okay, okay. I saw it when I was 12 years old, and I've always thought it was funny. And then one day I was like, that's been a funny thought, like, for yeah, nine for years sure. now. <laughs> so it has to be a good joke. <laughs> but uh, he told me, he kind of inspired me to start actually writing more because he said there's a lot of unnecessary stuff I can cut out of that and get the laughs, like, a lot quicker. And then, yeah, or, yeah, or just time. pace it. Like, yeah. you, you'll see, like, oh, this is kind of like a, what would we call, like, punch it up? Yeah, like as yeah. long as there's like mini jokes in between your story yeah, to the big yeah. finale or punchline. Yeah, I I want to say that there's a a common trope of eighteen laughs or uh, laugh every eighteen seconds or something. Seventeen which I think, or eighteen seconds. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's not always possible, especially when you're first starting a set. You know, you may need some time to add those extra jokes or whatever and get rid of the stuff that doesn't get laughs. But um, do you? Do you guys either you practice like out loud? Um, I I, I practice like in my head. Yeah. Like I'll listen. So after every Wednesday, I kind of listen to the recording, like until the next Wednesday, and I'll just keep okay. listening to it and just think of what sounded good, and yeah. I'll try to say it again. But most of the time, I'll kind of improv like some funny little lines in the middle. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times they don't work. But I I keep the ones that I know for a fact like work. Yeah, I try to read it. I try to write it out and then say it either in my room or in my car. And there's sometimes at work where I can just go outside or anywhere, and I'll just try to write there. Oh, okay. that's don't nice. Do a lot. Yeah, because yeah, I, I'm 
I've always been told I'm a better writer than performer because of my awkward stage presence. But I, I find that if I write jokes, there's a difference between a joke that works in writing, and I'm not even talking about puns or like play on words. I'm just when you write, it's different than when you're talking. So it, sure. you know, it, like you're talking about that SeaWorld joke. It it may not work as written, but if you if you practice it out loud, you know, um, you may be able to 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 make it work for your voice by practicing it out loud. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and and trying to work it into a work conversation or like a, a like the next party I'll go to, you know, like yeah. just like see if it like don't force it in there, but yeah, like yeah. if it hey, if guys, someone... you heard about uh, Sea World, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're playing Monopoly, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Chill out. What was the uh, documentary? Oh, Blackfish. 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah, with the infamous fish masturbation scene where the the trainers <laughs> yeah. have to masturbate the the whales. Have you watched it? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen. No, it. there's a scene where I'm going to now. <laughs> I'm not yeah. sure why, but they it's have like to a jack up the whale. Sexy. Yeah, it's half the movie. Yeah. It's art, <laughs> damn <Yeah>. it. <laughs> it's the weird '70s porn music in the background that throws me off. Like. I think, we're ta- I think we're talking about big glass fish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck a BBC, bro. That's a BBF, dude. Big black fish. It's <laughs> a BBW, dude. A big black whale. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you doing, step trainer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, One of us can write that down. <laughs> yeah. Manually stimulate you. <laughs> Jeez. So, <laughs> I could add that to my SeaWorld joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Besides uh, masturbating whales, did you guys have any, uh, like, and we, we kind of talked about it a little bit, but as you were, and I know you guys are only like 20 or something, so you don't have a long 21. They can drink list now. Of, list of yeah. life experiences, but were there certain experiences or certain comics when you were younger that you saw and you were like, inspired you to do this now or? Um, I so I've always liked comedy. Like I've always and I've always been like like the class clown kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know who inspired me to like start. I think I just got back into it because I think since joining the army, I've lost a lot of like my creativity and stuff. Like just been mm-hmm. going to work, come home, yeah. go to sleep, go to work, and I just recently got back into like watching comics and stuff and doing all that so that kind of i was like you know maybe i should give this a shot now so i had i didn't really have an idea that there was that stand-up existed so i only based it off adam sandler when he did his skits on youtube and his movies and i loved adam sandler growing up and i was the class clown as well in my school and they told me that they believed that i could do it in high school but i didn't really know we were from a small town so that was never part of like where'd I never you grow about it. it was in el centro california okay. it's like a very small border town next to mexico and yeah well, it would have to be mexico because california doesn't border canada so okay. yeah. <laughs> i'm just <laughs> you're one of those french mexicans yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, like growing up, I my family only kind of pushed school, and that was it. Yeah. Like my sister's a doctor, my brother's a dietitian, and, and so you're a comedian. And I'm, <laughs> I was like, "Fuck that! I'm going to the army." <laughs> and then yeah, I met him, and then we thought, like, I didn't think about comedy at all until I met him, and yeah. then we were able to actually start it up. So, so did just, you guys go through basic together? Like when when John? No, meet? we didn't meet till last so year. I got moved to his unit. To mm-hmm. go on a deployment. Okay, uh, gotcha. Two, I guess two years ago. Two years ago now? 2021? Yeah. Two, oh, yeah. So. Did you all get stuck over there during COVID? No, it was weird. We were there for a month. Yeah. Okay. We went there. This is a stupid story. So, like, when we pulled out of Afghanistan, I, they had all those Afghani refugees going to different countries. Mm-hmm. So, we were supposed to go to Kuwait and take care of a bunch of them. But the Kuwaiti government, as soon as we got there, was like, we don't want these dirty Afghanis in our country. Yeah. <laughs> So we got there, all the refugees are gone. So we just had like nothing to do. So I like That's I got bad. really good at Pac-Man. Nice. I started playing volleyball. But that counted as a full deployment, right? To most, does, yeah, maybe. On paper, yeah, at least. On paper, yeah. Okay. I, I fought wars. Did you get a ribbon? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Overseas. Yeah, then ribbon. it counts, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all I really did was stay up playing Call of Duty Zombies with him at the very end. Nice. Yeah, I went 
to Iraq and we played. I mean, it wasn't safe. Whoa, I mean, it, it was dangerous. Okay, but we played a lot of Madden. <laughs> he was in the big war. Yeah. And Desert NCAA. Storm. Yeah. 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 What game is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were in him? <laughs> yeah. I was. Yeah. I'm gay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to try everything once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like while we're in Kuwait, uh, I think at first he's, he didn't like me at all because I, yeah, yeah. I was stealing his thunder. He was the no, funny no. guy for his company. Oh, dang. No, he was just very <laughs> loud. He was way louder than I was. Not funnier, just louder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he That's enough me. sometimes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. But then we started like I don't know how we started talking. I don't know. I think I just drifted over to your side of the tent. But then we just started making like everyone laugh together. Yeah. Oh, you're nice. And then, so had y'all considered that like um, not Simon Garfunkel duo like Costello? Who's the Garfunkel? Oh, the Garfunkel and Oates and Oates. Yeah. 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 Talking about the song, right? Sorry. Who are those twins that do the sports show? Mike and Mike. No. No. They're not twins. The Scarl Brothers. Scarl Brothers? Yeah, we looked yeah. them up because we did think about yeah. that initially, but oh, yeah, we weren't really. sure how that would work because there's not a lot of examples besides yeah. Keith and those that, twins. We saw Seth and... Was it Seth and Brent? Or were you guys no, it was Jeremiah that when they were doing that improv night. They've done it twice. Seth, yeah, Seth, Seth, Seth they've done two. With Jeremiah and then once with Brandon. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I don't think... You, did you see either of those? I saw the second one. Okay, I saw... Both of those, and I was like, maybe we could possibly yeah. do that, but mm. we haven't talked about it. That'd much. be fun. Well, That'd you guys fun. have known each other for a while, and you have a good rapport. I think um, to improvise, if especially if you don't have an improv background, it's not as easy as it seems. Yeah. So mm. you may go up there because I used to host a show in Colleen at a place called Taiku, and me and my friend that that kind of put the the open mic and the showcases together we would alternate it first and we were like, Oh, we'll, we'll do a, you know, we'll host it together. And it was, it, we did not go well, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like just to improvise. So, I mean, if and you I, guys have that kind of rapport, you yeah. may be able to pull it off, but that's one of those things where you, you would probably have to practice and but at least write I, some I, jokes at the yeah. same time. Try it. Like yeah, I, yeah, I would, I think sure. I would love to see something different and see, you know, what, what it was like, or even if it was like a shtick of like you as a heckler, Mm. And then y'all kind of like work on something yeah. like back and forth. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I know Angelo just loves calling people gay in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> or or other so more offensive too. terms. For like the color people. people. Yeah, we're not going to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, because last month we are in the field and we had a great... Uh, we top a great gun. set out there. <laughs> top we gun. killed it. Type 15. We do it like, we'll, we're stuck in this big like long bay with yeah. a bunch of bunk beds. And we'll just oh, start like man. we'll go up and like just start talking to people and then like people just oh nice gather yeah, around and we'll just keep making everyone laugh. We had but Top Gun and meets Halo. Yeah, that oh, was yeah. hilarious. Top Gun meets Halo. Yeah, You're like Master Chief, <laughs> you need to teach Maverick this class of second graders how to fly an F-14 by tonight. <laughs> See, or the world is gonna explode. <laughs> and then we had a uh, uh, catching a predator meets. Uh, undercover, undercover boss. boss. <laughs> it was undercover, pre- er, yeah, undercover predator or something. And it was just like predatorial bosses. <laughs> yeah, so you think that the second one would work better on stage? Yeah, yeah. just because of the demographics of the average uh, quirky's uh, yeah. audience is not the Halo yeah, yeah, yeah. audience. But I appreciate it. But that. it's it's hard though because a lot of when when we do make people laugh together, it's all. Organic. Soldiers. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah gotcha, like, gotcha. It'll be, we're doing something stupid at work and we yeah. just start, it's all like army related. So mm-hmm. we can't really. But still write those yeah. ideas down. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. even if it's just a jot and y'all come back to it. Right. Yeah. Sure. Just yeah. write it down as simple as that. Halo meets Maverick or, you know, <laughs> I do think it's good that you guys recognize that there is a difference between making people laugh at work than on the stage. Oh, yeah, Cause I think some sure. of the people that have, you know, they're up there for their first time and for they seven just, minutes. for seven minutes, they're ignoring <laughs> the light and they're just uh, talking. Mm-hmm. I think it's because they don't know the difference. And so I think yeah. that you're already a, a step ahead of, of a lot of people who start out doing stand up. Yeah. So uh-huh. yeah, being self-aware yeah. and mature. We, we pre- that's, that's good. That's what I appreciate about you guys. 
All right. So uh, do you have any more questions before we move on to our, our last few questions or? Um, no, I was just thinking like, um, we were, we were joking earlier before we started recording, like people say like, Oh, you do stand up. You're going to include like, um, I haven't heard much of like, uh, y'all's military background on stage. Like sometimes that gets brought up between different people. Um, but I kind of leave my own self like work separated from these like stupid ideas. Um, do you think you'll ever go like political or? Um, I've made a couple jokes about being in the army, but they're like uh, in the moment kind of things. Like, but political, I don't. Uh, yeah, and I, know, and I, I guess I, that's what I meant by that. Like, it's a, anti or pro military kind of like. So like, we had a friend come out a couple weeks ago because he's going to pilot school to be a helicopter oh, pilot. Yeah, yeah. So like. I don't have a strong leading stance on anything really. Yeah. So like I could joke about something, but I was saying, I was like, shout out to my friend over there. He's going to go be a pilot and everyone clapped and it went quiet. So I was like, so next time uh, an Iranian, Iranian wedding gets bombed, you could thank him. <laughs> yeah. And like some people are like, oh, fuck you, dude. Yeah. And some people thought it was right. funny. So I'm like, I don't, like, I don't care, yeah. honestly, if yeah, we yeah. kill Iranians, but yeah. <laughs> That his opinions do not reflect the opinions yeah, of <laughs> these are all things, said I'm funny the or the host. Yeah, yeah, we forgot that disclaimer at the yeah. beginning of this. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think right now I yeah. keep it separate, but okay. I think after I get out, which should be this year, okay, and then I'll maybe try to remember things or funny things. But right now, I just don't like talk yeah, about yeah. the army at all. Yeah, and, the, the, and yeah. I've talked about that too. Like I just don't want those worlds to bleed on accident. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I think there are certain jobs where it's a little more dangerous, you know, like a lot of comics, you know, may work like in the service industry or something. As long as you're not talking shit about that particular business, they probably don't care, you know, but like if, if you're an educator, I know it's a little bit, you have to be careful what you post on Facebook or whatever. Yeah, and, a little bit of everything. Um, and I, I feel like the army... It's kind of like that or no? Like how tight are they? Because it's I yeah, I feel like when you're a soldier, weird. yeah. Like, oh, really go ahead, weird. sorry. Like so this is I think this is the only unit you've been in, right? Yeah. This so I've been to like a more like infantry based unit and now we're in a medical unit and it's weird cuz it's a whole different culture both sides. So like here, I do feel a little scared that someone would like report something oh, I hey, say. Oh, hey, hey, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like where I was before, it's kind of like, I don't think anyone would care. Like, they would think they'd be rooting for me, like, yeah. whatever I said. So, it is a little weird. I think it's, like, unit dependent. Yeah. Okay. And it's funny because I feel like in the civilian world, it's, it's like, a whole another level under that. Because yeah. when I first got to my first civilian job after I got out of the Army, I was making some jokes. And then I realized, oh, shit, this isn't the Army. I can't, you know, I have to be careful <laughs> what I say in yeah. front of people. So... Um, I just, I feel like with the military, unless somebody, I, I don't know, I guess, like you said, it depends on the unit, depends on the people, because yeah. if you are post, if you, if you're just doing open mics and you're not, you're not putting a lot of your stuff on YouTube or social media, yeah, that's true. The odds of them finding out are, are slim, but uh-huh. you know, if somebody's trying to get you or whatever, they, they may be searching, even in the army, they may search for your YouTube or your, yeah, they may yeah. be watching you. I, I, it is a like a careful thing you have to tread yeah and big brothers always watch yeah the, the army has changed a lot with like social media i think because i thought it was weird when so i worked at a clinic doing covid vaccines when i first got here and there's a dude that came in to get his vaccine and he was like brand new to the army and he was telling me he's like tiktok famous and he was tiktok famous before he came in the army and i was like that's weird like I don't know. It's it's really weird because now he makes TikToks of him in the army, and then he has his already big following seeing that. Mm. So it's like, yeah, okay, that is interesting. Yeah, the army's had to like adjust to yeah. that. So it's especially if that's revenue for him. Yeah, yeah. like he's he needs to create content. Yeah. Like that's he's a content creator. He has to kind of. I don't know what what they suggest. Yeah, it's, um, it is a little weird. Like even non military job when you're doing social media stuff and it involves your job, you're kind of depending on what the job is, you're kind of putting yourself possibly liable for you yeah, know, whatever yeah. you say. And, and especially in the military where you may be any, I mean, I, I don't know about your unit, but the unit I was in, like there was some 
you know, classified equipment or whatever, you know, like yeah. you got to, it's, it's a delicate line. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. 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 Cause I've definitely lied to coworkers that know I do stand up and they want to go and I'm like, Oh, I'm sitting down today, dude. I'm not going. <laughs> and it's, it's weird. Cause yeah. I don't want certain coworkers to go. Yeah, right. I think that that's it. Yeah. Any job. Cause there's certain coworkers. Are, job. It yeah. really disappointed me when I found out that they knew like other people had been talking about it or something. Uh, yeah. Like, Fuck. <laughs> You're the last person I want yeah, to Yeah, so yeah, at yeah. my campus, people yeah. will be like, oh, I saw, you know, da-da-da, you'll be in Cove. Like, we're going to be there. I'm like, oh, I hope you have fun. Like, you know, it's a, yeah. this is a different I see. side. <laughs> like, a different, yeah, yeah and especially, not, not my professionalism. <laughs> You're starting to get put on showcase, or not starting, but you've been on showcases, and it's not just, oh, I'm doing an open mic. You've got to poster that if if the promoter or the person putting the yeah. show together maybe splattering it all over town you know like yeah with your my, face uh, on it. my so, principal yeah. saw me over the summer oh. like right after she hired me she was like that's my counselor and and like she came in to see a show it was one of the pg-13 fox dog shows oh, thank yeah, goodness yeah. okay yeah. and that's so true. that went yeah. um <laughs> Was that the? I don't know if I headlined, but I was the last to perform. Okay, so and it, it was went, it, it went well. The one where your daughter opened up yeah, for the yeah, show. Yeah, oh, that yeah. was a good show. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. everybody did yeah. well that night. Oh yeah, that was that was. I was a little nervous because it was PG thirteen and it was an outdoor venue. Um, there there were not a lot of kids, but there were some, and it just it started out great because Justin's daughter went up there and told a joke and got a huge laugh, and from there it just it just kept going. Everybody yeah. had a really good set. Yeah. Did she write the joke? I don't remember. It was... I think so. It was something that... She's six. It had something to do with Uh, poop. Yeah. (laughs) It was like, why did the bat fart on my dad's head? It was something like that. It was Yeah, and then it was like, because it pooped on him. And then it was was it. And then just like a roar of laughter. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So I think we'll we'll probably wind up the interviews. Um, We have a couple of questions we normally ask. Do do either of you... I mean, you probably do remember because it's the... uh, November 9th. It was two months ago. (laughs) Do you remember the first joke that you performed or wrote? The the first just one-line joke. Not a... I don't... We don't need a 10-minute joke. Mm -hmm. A one-line? Not not necessarily a one-line, but just just your first joke. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah. It was SeaWorld, right? Yours? No, I haven't done that one yet. Okay. But... I just stopped, like, I just started a new five minutes of jokes, like, three weeks ago, so my first one that was, like, I think I did it my first time, when I talked about role-playing with a girl, and she liked the bad cop role-play, and then, so I gave her some time to get dressed, and I kicked in the door, and I shot her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like that one. And mine is, uh, so I was born on February 2nd, and in Mexico, that's Day of the Calendario, and what, in English, it's Calendar. So my mom wanted to name me Calendar. That's the joke. That was the concept of it. And I was like, imagine getting bullied and be like, hey, what day is it, Calentard? <laughs> or, uh, and then I, I was like, what if, thank God she spoke enough English to not call me Groundhog, because that's also Groundhog Day. Okay. And I was like, instead of like shoving me in lockers, would they just like bury me underground and wait for me to come out as a homosexual? <laughs> <laughs> and that was, that was like that, that concept. That was yeah. Good. Yeah, it's always, uh, and are you, do you, did you just like, because you talked about you're, you're already doing more new material. Are you guys planning on continuing to work on those original concepts or, or are you kind of? Um, well, I, I performed that one like at least that the whole, since I started. So that one, I feel like I already wrote it out completely. But yeah, I, I want to start a whole different set now, like yeah. five minutes at least. I want to do that one like somewhere else because yeah. I feel like. After a while of just doing it at Quirky's, I was getting like, just because I know like everyone there, like I couldn't tell like, is this still funny? Yeah. Or because sometimes there's not even an audience in there. And oh I'm yeah. Like, I'm yeah. like, you guys are gonna laugh at whatever I say because we all know each other. So yeah. I did that one in Austin, and that that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> Austin. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't different, mean different. Yeah, not just Austin, but to any, our yeah. um, well, mainly to my mom, our most avid listener. Um. <laughs> I bring that up like I had like a killer night at Corky's and I went down to Austin and did the exact same five minutes like verbatim yeah and j- it was just dead silence and so <laughs> yeah. like I, I I appreciated that as far as like character building went huh 
But I was like, I killed it. I'm ready for the big city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how we were driving on yeah. this. Yeah. And I think that's the goal for everybody is to find those bits that you can do in any town. But then there's also going to be open mics where nothing you do, unless you're famous or you're just yeah. you're just yeah. on it that night or you just have the perfect set. But you, there are going to be times where you go somewhere and whatever you do, it's you're just it's going to be a disappointing night no matter yeah. what. So, yeah, yeah don't uh, take necessarily take that to heart because it's weird last week at corky's there was a smaller crowd than the week before but i got more laughs because the week before, oh interesting the week before i did those same jokes and mm-hmm. someone actually booed me and i was like oh like i don't know if i should do this joke <laughs> I, next week but i did it again and in in my opinion and you had said that you were drunk really drunk two weeks ago yeah <laughs> and so i think you you told the jokes but they were tighter and a little bit more tasteful yeah, I, okay. you know, I feel like that was, if you're, I swear I'm not racist. If you just, I just think racial jokes are so funny. And maybe that, maybe we can talk about that for the round table. Yeah, there is, you, uh, you know, like How pushing the edge. Yeah. And, uh, but I think that sometimes if, if you, um, we had the same thing, I think you might've been there. Um, I don't remember his real name. The, what does he call himself? The bad Jew? What's his name? Oh yeah. Bad yeah, Jew. Yeah. He he got up there one time and he was tore up drunk and it was not good oh, at all. Yeah. Jew boy. Yeah, Jew boy. Yeah, Jew boy. He has multiple He, he chooses to be called that. Yeah, because he yeah, yeah. he he, <laughs> Kanye, he signs Kanye up was right. on there. Bad Jew I mean, and Jew boy and, and various I forgot about him. offensive names. Yeah, he hasn't been around a while, but yeah, he, we hadn't seen him in a while. he got up there and was really drunk. And we've seen a few other people that are normally like I think Gary's had a couple of nights like that where he's gone up there and been just pretty intoxicated and has not Chris done so had well. A pretty so. drunk night at Green Door. Who did? Chris. Chris uh, Dixon. Chess guy. Oh. Uh, okay, oh Chris nice. Ward. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, I haven't seen him get too relaxed. So is that Green Door? And I think might have been why they stopped doing him there. I don't know, but. The Sarah McLaughlin night? No, he wasn't drunk that night. Was he drunk that night? It was the only one I went to. Okay, they yeah. never did it again after that. But oh, wow. I think Gary and Alex were buying him a lot of drinks. <laughs> I left right after my my five <laughs> minutes, but they haven't done one since. Yeah, it's super was, interesting. He was getting pretty drunk as I was leaving. <laughs> yeah, to me, and, and that's just my opinion, it was a tighter set. So it makes sense to me that you got more laughs the second time than the first time. Yeah, a little bit more was, polished. When you're drunk, you're not, you're, you're kind of just rambling a little bit, not you specifically, yeah. but everybody, you kind of ramble a little bit. You're, yeah. you get off topic and, and it, you kind of lose the, the focus. And, and the thing I hate most about like performing drinking is like in my, in my head, in that moment, I'm like, this is fucking I hilarious. Am <laughs> fucking yeah. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then so, I'm like, yeah. why can't I say, who's <laughs> <laughs> stopping me from saying whatever i want right now yeah. yeah all right so uh unless justin has uh, any other questions we always end on this one question um do you have a one piece of advice that you wish you were given when you first started uh, like f- a few weeks ago i'm trying to remember when i first started way back when two months ago <laughs> november 9th he can't remember because he's been drunk the entire time <laughs> not because it's it was a long time it's ago all a big blur <laughs> i don't know i think just the push to go do it already is a was enough because now that i have done it like it's you survived yeah right like it's not it's easier but it's not obviously there's it's just all you care about now is just putting the work in yeah instead of just worrying about doing it yeah and that was one of the reasons I came up with the idea for this podcast was because I was always getting like, hey, should I do stand-up comedy? And, you know, like different people on Facebook or in person, it's like, well, if you've thought about it enough to ask me, then yes, you should go do it. And so that that is... Yeah, my at my sister's wedding, someone was like, I heard you were a comedian. Like, I want to do that. And it was funny. And then I was like, hey, you should check out my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was very, it was very douchey. It was the douchiest thing I did that weekend. That's why we yeah, named that's it. That's good though. So that we could be douches. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think it's the same thing. Just that initial set a day to do it and do just it. Don't back out on that yeah. date. And it's cause good because it applies to a lot of other stuff. Like I always wanted to be, to do drumming and I've started practicing it now. Nice. And I'm like two weeks in and I've gotten pretty good. You got a kit pin. or you got an electric the, kit? Just a practice pad. Oh, just a practice so pad. So you're at the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. 
Yeah. Does that have headphones? Because I could imagine if if you have a roommate, they would probably want to murder you if you were practicing. So it's just a it's just a pad, so okay. it's not it's not. You know, like this little styrophone ones. It's like oh okay, yeah. okay. So it's just just for practice. Okay, I didn't right. know if you meant like an electronic thing or no. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> He's just like doing his like postal yeah. like service 80s, covers, eighties yeah, like. <laughs> Miami Vice. <laughs> wait, it's a reference I only get. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wait, there was a remake, wasn't there? So you guys get it. Yeah, yeah. Jamie Foxx and 80s. Colin Farrell. Yeah. yeah, it was super successful, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I watched it. Yeah. All right. So um, do you guys have any... This will come out in a, several weeks. So if you have something coming up right away, it's not going to... It's going to be too late. But uh, do you guys have some social media you want to post? If if not, you can just email it to us and we'll... Or they did that at the beginning. Yeah. I think okay. Yeah. Well, then I'll have to look that up and when yeah, I yeah. post the episode. But you can plug anything you want right now. Uh, so we have a, a little company we started with one of our friends. He's not a comedian, but he's a fighter. Actually, and we started a uh, yeah. We so right now we're just making stickers. We want to make shirts and stuff, but it's nice. called uh, the Chums. The Chums. That's our friend group name. Okay. So uh, on Instagram, it's at the Chums official, and because the Chums is already taken. <laughs> Born a chum. Yeah. And what is the uh, company? What do you guys do? Uh, just make stickers. We're just like silly and goofy. <laughs> yeah, it's just, <laughs> it just strictly for just for fun and whatever we think of. Is it like an actual? Is it? Or do you just call it a company? Yeah. Or is yeah. it an actual? It's going okay. to become a company okay. <laughs> at some point. Because it's easy to. Because right, right. I think even Alex and Alexis, the AC uh, squared is people, it's an actual company. Oh, like yeah, you yeah, can yeah. do it. I. Yeah. I don't know if we're allowed to or not in the army. Maybe I'm, I don't. I don't know. know. I don't know the rules. Know. Right now, it's just an Instagram page, and we have stickers. Yeah. There you go. Is this for us? You can, if you can have, you can have one. <laughs> Jeez, please. Take all of them. <laughs> go to the website. They invested all their money in those stickers, <laughs> dude. Yeah, no, I, I drew those. I bought an iPad and I drew them out. And I spent my whole paycheck on ten stickers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll we'll share one. Right. So yeah, go to uh, the. The, what'd you call it? Uh, the Chums? At the Chums, on, at the Chums Official I'll on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. And then my Instagram is Check Angelo's. Out your right Insta. Buy Angelo some stickers. Insta. TikTok is Angelo's.TikTok. All right. And uh, one one more thing before we go. Have you gotten your t shirt from Deshaun yet? Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, we are going on to 10 weeks without a shirt. 10 weeks without a shirt. Uh, you ordered a shirt too, I right? want you to know I brought That's it how I'm keeping track interview. of how long I've been doing comedy. <laughs> Because uh, yeah. my first week was the week that I gave Deshaun twenty dollars, so it's been I've been doing comedy for ten weeks now. My theory is that he had to pay that company that he got fired from back for all those Cheetos that he stole, and so he he's using your T-shirt yeah. money to pay for those Cheetos. I don't that's know my what guess. Episode, I don't know if that was his interview episode or the roundtable, but that's a pretty funny story. Uh, oh, the yeah. firing! Yeah. yeah, we were talking about it outside. It was hilarious. I like how, and I think it's uh, because of his autism, he can't help but respond to what people yell at him on stage but he you weren't there but I, it was either a lot i think it was two weeks ago when he hosted he told the whole story on stage oh, <laughs> yeah. like, you don't have to you could just tell people to shut the fuck up and, yeah. and move on to the next comment oh, you don't yeah, have to tell the whole story yeah, yeah. lexi but, went that yeah. night that's fun <laughs> all right well uh we're gonna finish up this podcast and then we'll record our round table rectangle table round table episode so uh uh, thank you, uh, Fernando and Angelo. Is that part of the reason you guys like became friends? Is because you guys have names that end in, in the O? Oh, I just now realized that that's a yeah. thing. Are you both Hispanic or is it Italian or what? Because Angelo seems more like an Italian name to me. Yeah, so and Fernando seems like it could be Hispanic or Italian. My dad's dad was French Canadian. He was adopted by Italians. Ah. So my last name is actually Italian as well. Okay, cool. It's Sabille. Oh. But I just say Sabilli. Yeah, I don't but know I'm actually you, yeah. not Italian at all. I'm very racially ambiguous. I, I don't know if you remember, but the we it was probably like the second week you came to the open mic, and I was I on stage. I made a comment about um, you, like, I was, <gasps> it, there was nobody in the audience, and so I just kind of, I threw a few jokes, but I was mostly just roasting everybody in the audience, and I mentioned that you look like um, Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then, that's yeah. actually like the third time I've ever gotten that. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> my dad thinks I look like no. Kyle Rittenhouse. But then I, nice. I mentioned to... AKA my hero. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mentioned... Good to know I look like a damn patriot. <laughs> I mentioned to Justin that when you... Far away you look like Kyle Rittenhouse, but close up you look like 
more ethnic than Kyle <laughs> Like the people that support Kyle Rittenhouse would want you to leave the country, yeah. maybe, is what I thought. So so on that racist note, uh, I'm Adam Wolf, and this is... Uh, Justin Marino. Yeah, and thank you for uh, being here. Uh, love you guys. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to They Said I'm Funny. Uh, you can email us at they said I'm funny at gmail.com. You can find our social media on Twitter. You can find us at they said I'm funny. And on Facebook, search for our page, they said I'm funny. You can also give us a call on our Google Voice number. Uh, that number is 254 294 6032. That is 254 294 6032. And thanks again for listening.